Good morning. Good morning. And hopefully we have enough booklets this morning, but if you don't get a booklet, I'll announce page numbers and you'll find the corresponding um, stuff in the Book of Common Prayer. So um, we might be a little old school as today's the last day of Epiphany and our booklets are thinning out. Well, not, I'm not talking about... Yeah, the booklets. Never mind. Thank you, though. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, also, the COVID threat has gone back down to low, which I have said when we get back down to low, those who wish to receive directly from the cup may do so. I have discovered that we are probably the last holdout on Simply Intinction as a congregation here in Rhode Island of the Episcopal Church. So today, beginning today, um, people are invited to receive directly from the cup if they wish. You may intinct or touch the cup, however, whatever works for you. Um, it is open season, I guess, to say at this point. So um, on that note, let us begin our service by singing together hymn 135, found in the blue hymnal, please stand.
Our service of Holy Eucharist Rite 2 begins on page 355 of the Red Prayer Book or on the front page of our seasonal booklet. Blessed be God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and blessed be his kingdom now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, to all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, who before the passion of your only begotten Son revealed his glory upon the holy mountain, grant to us that we, beholding by faith the light of his countenance, may be strengthened to bear our cross and be changed into his likeness from glory to glory through Jesus Christ our Lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Please be seated for the readings. A reading from Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and wait there, and I will give you the tablets of stone with the law and the commandment, which I have written for their instruction. So Moses set out with his assistant Joshua and Moses went up into the mountain of God. To the elders he had said, wait here for us until we come to you again, for Aaron and Hur are with you. Whoever has a dispute may go to them. Then Moses went up on the mountain and the cloud covered the mountain. 
The glory of the Lord settled on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, he called to Moses out of the cloud. Now the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on the top of the mountain in the sight of the people of Israel. Moses entered the cloud and went up on the mountain. Moses was on the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. reading from 2 Peter. We did not follow cleverly devised myths when we made known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, but we had been eyewitnesses of his majesty. For he received honor and glory from God the Father when that voice was conveyed to him by the majestic glory, saying, This is my Son, my beloved, with whom I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice come from heaven while we were with him on the holy mountain. So we have the prophetic message more fully confirmed. You will do well to be attentive to this as to a lamp shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. First of all, you must understand this that no prophecy of scripture is a matter of one's own interpretation. Because to prophesy ever, because no prophecy ever came by human will, 
but men and women moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our gospel or sequence hymn this morning is hymn seven. It is found in the blue hymnals. We will read, sing the first two verses prior to the reading of the gospel, the third after. So I do invite everyone who's able to please stand and join in singing hymn seven. According to Matthew, glory be to you, Lord Christ. Six days after Peter acknowledged Jesus as the Christ, the Son of the living God, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and his brother John, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. And his face shone like the sun, and his clothes became dazzling. Suddenly, there appeared Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will make three dwellings here. One for you, one for Moses, one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud overshadowed them. And from the cloud, a voice said, This is my Son, the Beloved. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Get up! Do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus ordered them, tell no one about the vision until after the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Lord Christ. 
name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. This morning is the last Sunday of the Epiphany. Shall we say the climax of a season filled with revelations and aha moments where God is made clear to each and every one of us and who Jesus of Nazareth is is announced to the world we begin our season with a star and the revelation of the incarnate God to the world through the witnessing of the three magi but our Sundays in Epiphany wonderfully frame this season with the same quote from on high this is my son with him I am well pleased we hear this on the first Sunday of the Epiphany as Jesus rises from the waters of the Jordan River in the midst of his baptism, to begin his ministry among the people. And today we hear the voice of the Father once again with the additional line of, listen to him. And here we are at the top of the mountain with Peter, John, and James. And, Peter, and Jesus then transfigures himself to give them a glimpse of what the resurrection will be and what it will look like. And it is here on this mountaintop that Jesus in the Synoptic Gospels now turns not to return to his ministry of teaching, although that continues, but his journey towards the cross. Now today's readings are wonderfully juxtaposed. We have Moses going up Mount Sinai to receive the law from God. We have Jesus going up the mountain Mount Tabor, in some, in some versions, to be transfigured and to show forth the completion of God's work. And in both situations, just prior to those events, in the Old Testament, the Israelites have pledged their loyalty and allegiance to the law of God. And here in this morning's Gospel, Peter, among the disciples, has proclaimed Jesus as the Messiah. And in both cases, whether it be on Mount Sinai or Mount Tabor, those primary figures have to come off the mountain only to go into the valley of despair. Moses returns from receiving the law from God to find the Israelites in fear and trepidation, have resorted to old ways and are now worshiping the idol of the golden calf. They have turned their backs on their promise to Yahweh. 
Jesus has to come off that mountain and go into the valley of human despair, human darkness, and human chaos in order to find his way to the completion of his work. And we who journey with Christ, just like the disciples, after six weeks of being basically on the mountaintop, being filled with the revelations of God incarnate, seeing clearly what is and what is to be must come down. For here is the problem with revelation and those mountaintop experiences. Oftentimes they are few and far between. And sadly, no matter what our intention, they are short-lived. It is Peter who looks to Jesus and says, Lord, if it be your will, I will build three dwellings for you. Peter's desire to stay in that moment, to preserve it forever, but that moment had to come to an end. And with Jesus, Peter and John and James had to descend, the, descend from the mountain and into the valley of darkness and despair. They had to journey with Jesus to Jerusalem, to the Praetorium, through the trial, to Golgotha, to the tomb and Easter Sunday. The challenge that we face this morning as we prepare to come off the mountain is this. Has our time in this period of revelation, in this period of clarity, been enough to get us through? Has this time of rejoicing and being with Jesus been enough to bring us through the time of trial ahead, through the time of darkness, all the way to the empty tomb? If we are to look at those who are most faithful, his inner circle, the answer is, unfortunately, most likely not. One of the twelve will betray him for thirty pieces of silver. The eleven remaining will fall asleep in his hour of insecurity and question and trepidation. Peter will deny him as Jesus stands trial. The eleven will abandon him as Jesus hangs on the cross. It is only Mary, his mother, and John, the beloved, who are able to overcome their fear, their sorrow, to offer what little comfort they can from the foot of the cross.
And we are called to be like them. To be strengthened and fortified by this day. To carry us through the next 40 days and nights to come. To strengthen ourselves so we can be with Jesus. To delve into the darkness of human life. To delve into our own darkness. And to somehow find the strength, the confidence, the security to journey loyally with Jesus from the garden to the praetorium to Golgotha to the tomb and help also wait with hope to journey back to find the empty tomb and the new life of Easter Day. Amen. Please stand and join me in affirming our faith with the words of the Nicene Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son. With the Father and the Son he is worshipped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. With all our heart and with all our mind, let us pray to the Lord, saying, Lord, have mercy. For the peace from above, for the loving kindness of God, and for the salvation of our souls, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the peace of the world and for the welfare of the Holy Church of God and for the unity of all peoples, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For our bishop and for all the clergy and people, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For our president, for the leaders of the nations, and for all in authority, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the towns of South Kingston and Narragansett, for every city and community, and for those who live in them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For seasonable weather and for an abundance of the fruits of the earth, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the good earth which God has given us and for the wisdom and will to conserve it, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For those who travel on land, on water, or in the air, or through outer space, let us pray to the Lord. 
Lord, have mercy. For the aged and infirm, for the widowed and orphans, and for the sick and the suffering, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. In our parish cycle of prayer, for Allison Bates and Tupin, Shirley Tuell, Brian, Christine, Micheline, and Mae Van Coughlin, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. In our diocesan cycle of prayer, for all deacons as they make Christ and his redemptive love known to the world, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For the poor and the oppressed, for the unemployed and the destitute, for prisoners and captives, and for all who remember and care for them, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For all who have died in the hope of the resurrection, especially Scott Newell, Alan Ryberg, Linda Cacciola, Alan Besor, and for all the departed, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. For deliverance from all danger, violence, oppression, and degradation, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. That we may end our lives in faith and hope without suffering and without reproach, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. Defend us, deliver us, and in thy compassion protect us, O Lord, by thy grace. Lord, have mercy. In the communion of our patron Peter and of all the saints, let us commend ourselves and one another and all our life to Christ our God. To thee, O Lord, our God. This morning I ask your prayers, especially for Phyllis Seelan as she grieves the loss of Alan. Almighty God, to whom our needs are known before we ask, help us to ask only what accords with your will. And those good things which we dare not, or in our blindness cannot ask, grant us for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. Let us confess our sins against God and our neighbor. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us, that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways. To the glory of your name, Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on you, forgive you all your sins through our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen you in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep you in everlasting life. Amen. Please stand. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Let us greet one another with a sign of Christ's love for us. Peace be with you. Peace. Peace. Please be seated. Good morning, everybody. Good morning.
just show up, it's okay. Uh, we will have plenty. Uh, Ash Wednesday, the day after, is we have services from at 12 p.m. and 7 p.m. And also the updated parish directory, Susan Hines and Shelley LaCurse are taking pictures of you and we're gonna get that so we all can kind of see each other and know each other's names. It's an important thing. This Saturday at 11 a.m., the discussion group with Father Rubino will meet at 11 a.m. in the parish hall and meets every other week through spring. Is that correct? Yes. Finally, or not finally, blooming for good in March of this month, every time you buy a uh, bouquet of fresh flowers at Stop and Shop that's blooming for good, the community market gets a buck, which like fresh flowers and you want to do good, that seems like a no-brainer. Finally, uh, Crying on the Camino is going to be happening Friday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. And that is a one-woman show where she kind of, it's, uh, it's funny, it's heart-touching, whatever, about a woman who, um, <laughs> her story, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> But it's, her, it's kind of recounting her 200-mile pilgrimage on the uh, route to uh, Santiago de Camposela. Um, and it's a fundraiser, too, for that. It, uh, there's a, I guess, a pilgrimage. pilgrimage. <laughs> uh, there's a carbon bag. Check it out. Um, <laughs> does anyone else have any good news before, you know, I get taken away? <laughs> yes, we got And just before I give the offertory sentence, hopefully everyone did receive, and Ron has it on his desk there, oh. Amazing Grace. Oh, dang it. <laughs> so hopefully everyone has received one of these booklets, Amazing Grace. It's a wonderful meditation series through the days of Lent. Um, I encourage everyone to bring it home, read it, mark it, and inwardly digest it. So that is our spiritual guide through the month, or through the season of Lent, which begins on... Wednesday. Walk in love as Christ loved us and gave himself for us an offering and sacrifice to God.
with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give him thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. Because in the mystery of the Word made flesh, you have caused a light to shine in our hearts, to give knowledge of your glory in the face of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Therefore, we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, and with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name. We give thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you've made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets, and above all in the word made flesh, Jesus your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. On the night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread. And when he had given thanks to you, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them and said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this, for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory. 
and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son and his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ, and bring us to that heavenly country, where with the blessed Virgin Mary, Peter, our patron, and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church, and the author of our salvation. By him, and with him, and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Alleluia, Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep, keep the feast. Alleluia. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving.
Let us pray. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart. Through Christ our Lord, amen. The peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be with you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us stand and join in singing together hymn 137. God. 